0: Welcome everybody to the KRP Welcome Show. I'm sorry. Let me fix myself. Rashad Woods over here messing me up. Welcome everybody to the KRP Radio Show. K I R P Radio Show. W M M3G's home of the number one Real Truth Real Talk Radio Show online. K I R P has impacted millions of listeners by breaking unbelievable stories and groundbreaking interviews and non PC discussion. Man, we don't we don't do this politically correct. So. Shout out to everybody out there who are listening to the show. It's another beautiful Sunday, man, 8.04 p.m. We are on time, baby. We are not on CP time today. And uh, it feels good not to be on CP time. I wasn't doing anything else but preparing for this show because it means so much to me what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, Before I get into all of that, first of all, I got to let you guys know where we are, iTunes. Check us out on the podcast, wm 3 g Home of K-I-R-P Radio Show. Keeping it real with Pudgy. Look us up. Search us K-I-R-P Radio Show. Hashtag K-I-R-P Radio Show. We're also on Twitter, at symbol NC Pudgy. That's my personal. Find me on there talking about whatever. Don't hold it against me. That's just what it is. I'm a regular human being just like you are. So, you know, regular people talk about regular things. Real people talk about real things. How about that? Uh, You can also check out the show on Twitter, at symbol K-I-R-P Radio Show. That's also ran by me and several others. There's never no telling who's got a hold of that thing. I have um, some college kids who have been working with me for more than four years now. They all have access to the KRP radio show page, and I don't limit them from saying anything that they want to say, nor do they have a quota that they have to meet. Anytime they need a platform, it is theirs as well as it is mine. So you you guys make sure you check that out. You can also catch us on on Facebook. That's uh, Facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P Radio Show. And you can also, at any time, find us on our official website, which is K-I-R-P Radio Show.com. Also, check us out on YouTube, man. We got a bunch of other stuff out there. We got the K-I-R-P blog, which normally I have pulled up here, but it causes some feedback, so I'm not going to try to pull it up after the show has already started. Anyway, moving right along. First of all, because I'm in Greensboro, N.C., I got to talk about what's relevant to us locally and what's relevant to us nationally. Like we make the national news every year about this time. When we invite some of the world's best college basketball athletes to the Greensboro Coliseum. And uh, we host a, I don't even want to call it a tournament. It's bigger than that. What what would we call it? It's not a tournament. I, I wanna call it a, a a forum, a gladiator forum, a battle. That that's what we host. A battle here in Greensboro, North Carolina. And uh, you know, a devil's a devil is never gonna win, by the way. In in, in, in anything in life. A devil, I don't care what color they are, it could be red, it could be blue, it could be a blue devil. But the Devils never going to win at anything that they try to do. It will never succeed in that. So, uh, anyway, getting off topic here. I don't want to make this about the Duke Blue Devils because, you know, who are they? Nobody. Just another uh, a, a regular basketball team. So, um, anyway, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, you know, we host our annual ACC tournament. And uh, my team, Carolina Tar Heels, made it to the championship round. You know, despite what our record was, despite what all the hype was, despite people even thinking that we could be there, we should be there. We were there. Uh, There's another team here in North Carolina that so many people uh, hold so high in regard, which is the Duke Blue Devils. And uh, I'm sad to say that the Duke Blue Devils did not make it to the ACC championship round. The championship game, the game where the champions collide in the gladiator form of the Greensboro Coliseum. This is true. true. The Greensboro Coliseum hosted the best of the best two teams yesterday. And uh, unfortunately, shout out to Notre Dame too. We we didn't expect Notre Dame to knock off Duke. Let me just keep it funky. Let me me keep it all the way real. I did not see that happening at all. Uh, I think they shocked the world with that. I wish I would have had some money on them in Vegas. But uh, Notre Dame beat Duke, so uh, the the North uh, Carolina-Duke-Blue Devil rivalry uh, could not continue. We were hoping to get another crack at Duke, but we didn't. Uh, We played a better squad, and we fell to that better squad. So, you know, shout out to the the 2015-14-15 ACC champions, uh, Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. Right around St. Patrick's Day, too. It's funny how that works. I don't know. It makes you wonder. Uh, You know, I'm not saying that it's, you know, rigged or anything like that. I'm just saying, close to St. Patrick's Day, they won, whatever. So, anyway, shout out to everybody out here in Greensboro, North Carolina, man. ACC tournament, you know, folks were here. The tournament is moving, Rashad, by the way. Next year, they'll be gone. They will be in D.C. And, uh, you know, what can I say, man? This is tournament town over here. I feel like a lot of businesses that uh, were making their living from uh, the tournament being here are, are going to be effect- affected by that. But rightfully so, they should move the ACC tournament. Now we have, you know, various teams in the ACC that's not, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia-based teams, you know, we, it, it's, it's bigger than that today, so and there's a lot of money on the line and, 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 as, and as we all know, money moves mountains, uh, according to some folks. I think God moves mountains, but anyway, we know money moves things, so ACC tournament will be gone. So I'm curious to know what a lot of these businesses are going to do when the tournament doesn't come to town. Because there's a lot of mom and pops that are out there. And and I need to post that question here on Facebook, too. Uh, There's a lot of mom and pop shops or mom and pop locations or mom and pop stores and vendors and the T-shirt sellers and, and et cetera. You know, these people really make a living off of the ACC tournament. Uh, they prepare all year for this one event. And, uh, you know, this event is big enough to subdue their bills and everything else that goes on in their lives. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know what's going to happen to these, to these people. Uh, what kind of plans does the city have to bring other events in the Greensboro Coliseum during that time? You know, the ACC tournament has had that time locked for so long. So I'm curious to know what the city uh, uh, leaders are going to do. Uh, what the mayor's proposing, what the city manager is talking about. So I'll be looking into that, and we'll be talking about that later. Ha- have you heard anything about that?
1: no, not
2: no, not this time. I haven't. All right, so. Gonna need to
0: to yeah, we don't we don't look into that because I'm curious to know what's going to happen, and I just want to see if people are on their job, man. Because a lot of times, you know, here's what happened. We we these people, first of all, politicians love campaigning. Okay, politicians love campaigning. I'm not talking about people who are just running for office. I'm not talking about people who feel like they can do a better job. I'm talking about career, lifelong politicians love running for office. They love it. It's it's like they're, it, it, it's the fair to them. It's 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 the backyard to them. It's the playground to them. They live for it. They, they love fundraising. I, I don't know how in the hell anybody can appreciate or love the fact that you have to Get on the phone. You have to go to various events and ask people for money. Like I don't know who why, why people love that. I I I don't know what it is about that. I don't even like to ask someone for five dollars if I need lunch and I don't have it. I just I just don't like it. I don't feel comfortable asking anyone for anything. Now, granted, we all need something sometimes. Like right? and, and and a closed mouth doesn't get fed. So I'm not talking about personal, but I'm talking about for political. Reasons you know, so politicians love campaigning, but you know, to get back on traffic, here's what happens: These politicians, they run for office, they touch you in your heart, you know, they'll sell you on stories about their childhood or or, or, or stories about how tough it was with them you know on on their journey, or you know, just a million different stories, they'll sell you on a million different stories. And we buy this stuff, and we get it, and we listen to them, and we finally, we eat it up. And then all of a sudden, we love these individuals. Like, we we love them, at least for that short amount of time. So, you know, they're in our households every day. They're on TV every day. They're in the neighborhoods. They're shaking hands. They're kissing babies. You know, they're doing their rounds. They're doing their political thing. And then they get elected. And because we're not engaged anymore, I'm talking... 95% 95% of 100% of the people who participate in the political process, 90 to 95% of those folks aren't engaged anymore. So we don't know what's going on with our politicians anymore. Like we don't find out where they're gonna be because they definitely don't really put it out there like that. You Look at Facebook, for example. I, want, I challenge you guys to go back and look for someone, uh, maybe not someone that, you had your radar on, but look for someone that was running for any particular local political office. I want you to look them up, look up their campaign pages. You know what? Even the national election, look up some of these folks that were running for Senate and running for the House and running for Congress, period. Look those folks up on social media and you will see zero to nothing going on on their political pages anymore because they don't need to be engaged with you anymore. They really don't want to hear from you. And just like what's happening with the ACC tournament in Greensboro, I don't know, I'm willing to bet you, nine out of ten people that you ask, probably ten out of ten people that you ask, uh, if the city has a plan for when the ACC tournament has, has gone uh, for local business leaders and local business owners and entrepreneurs in the city, how, how to help subsidize some of the money that they're going to lose. I mean, this is huge. Like, people can close their businesses behind the ACC tournament leaving. You know, everybody's not making tons and tons of cash. People ain't living racks on racks every single day. You know, everybody ain't got it like that. Their businesses don't flourish like that. So, you know, it's time that we keep our eye on the ball. It's time that we start reaching out to these people, myself included. So I'm going to reach out to uh, some of the city officials and find out what they're going to do when the ACC tournament leaves town to see if I can figure out if it's going to be beneficial for us or not, or maybe I can help. Maybe we could bring something to the table and get involved with some of these city leaders and some of these entrepreneurs and find out what they need and present it to the city leaders and the city managers and the mayors and the, the councils and all of that. So, you know, it's just food for thought, man. I'm just, just trying to help y'all out, man. And, and help myself out through the process. Eight sixteen 16 PM. Y'all know why we're here, man. We here to talk about preaching bridge. Preaching, getting that paper, preaching, and getting that guap tipping. And hey, man, y'all got to be crazy as hell if y'all don't think these preachers are not going to some of these conferences and then slipping out to the strip club at night. It, listen, preaching is a business today. In 2015, preaching is definitely a business. So I'm going to go to a commercial real quick. Then I'm going to go in the back and bring out the good stuff so I can get me a little drink and we can really talk about what's going down with this preaching rich. And don't forget, man, Creplo Dollar. Creflo Dollar, y'all know the man. ATL, baby, ATL, shouty, all that, you know, downtown ATL. Uh, 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 Mr. I get paper, I get money. I need that 50 cent instrumental right now. But anyway, Creflo Dollar, uh, multi-millionaire. I don't know. You think Creflo got a billy? No. Ain't got a billy yet? Well, multi-millionaire minister and, and architect of uh CDM Creflo Dollar Ministries and uh I can't front man they got a heck of a world ministry like I, I can't even front on that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say you know everybody in this man's organization is dirty I'm not even gonna say that this man is dirty because I really don't know you know I, I don't know I, I only have an opinion like everybody else but uh they got a hell of a world mis- ministry man and, and, and you know kudos to them shouts out to them um you know, but I, I want to talk about what's going on, man. The man that, uh, he, he, he has something go on here as of late, and it caught the media eye. And, uh, you know, when it, when it catches the media eye, everybody has a problem with it. Because you know how the media get down. Once the media gets it, they're going to blow it up, and they're going to spin it whatever way they want to spin it. So I just want to talk about it in truth. I want to do the man some justice, and I just want to find out. Maybe, Rashad, I'm going to ask you, man, how you feel about it. We're going to talk about it. And i see if we can't come up with a solution. All right? 619 638 8559. You're rocking with the KIRP radio show, number one, baby, Southeast of the United States, NCNSC. We're well over 10, 14, well over 17 million, man. I appreciate everybody listening to the show. Keep hitting us up on the website, man. That's where our biggest numbers are. I appreciate the love that y'all do. Hey, all the people that hit us up on Blog Talk, I appreciate those numbers as well. All the people from the KIRP radio blog, shout out to you as well. Facebook, the Twitters, all of that. We'll be right back after these messages, baby. You rocking with your boy Puppy and Rashad Woods, Love and Father Society. We'll be right back.
3: It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice, ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator, get you out of your comfort zone, inspire you to take action, be risky,
0: and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jewel Osco, j k Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaneyeinc.com. Com com.
3: Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for Soundchoo today. That's www.soundchoo.com. S O U N D. C H E W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Decheree is an online indie department store, born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independence means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop Indie. R-I dot com
4: O-D-I Production Production
0: Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Welcome, back to the KRRP Radio Show. 619-638-8559 is the number. And we are talking about a whole lot on this KRRP Radio Show. And I'm very sure that I'm getting ready to offend somebody. So uh, what i like for y'all to do is bow your head. Now, I ain't going to get y'all to bow your heads. But seriously, I really think I'm offending somebody out here because I'm getting ready to talk about a topic. And it's going to make some people mad because, you know, Rashad, you don't mess with nobody, pastor. You don't mess with pastor. People, you can kick their babies. You can whoop their children. You can slap their mama. You might can even pat their wife on the butt. But you can't mess with pastor because once you mess with pastor, you don't cross the line. I'm not trying to make a mockery of this, man. I'm just telling you like it really is. I mean, I've seen people bake a cake for pastor before they bake a cake for their husband. But it is what it is. I've seen dudes go mow the grass at the church before they mow the grass at the crib. I've seen dudes take the pastor out to eat before they even thought about taking the wife out to the eat. They come to work after arguing with the pastor, arguing with their wife all week long. They ain't paid no bills, won't get a job, but they go to church and everything is all cool. As long as they get there to see pastors. So, I'm getting ready to piss off pastor, uh, pa- pastors people, <laughs> if you will. Anyway, welcome back to the Calvary Radio Show, man. We're talking about Creflo Dollar and this whole ideal of preaching re preaching rich, excuse me. Um, I just want to let everybody out there know, man, before I even get into this, like I don't I don't have any like ill uh ill feelings towards anyone who's getting paper. Like I, I have I have no ill feeling towards anyone that's making money. I got no problem with capitalists. You know what I mean. I, I got no problem with people creating businesses and avenues and and ways to generate capital. And I'm I'm absolutely cool with that. I have zero problem with that. Even if it's within religion, right? To me, I I, I think I understand things differently. I, to me, a society, every society. Needs a form of religion, right? And and people will. I get in. I get into conversations. Excuse me. I get into conversations and and uh, I, I won't even call it debates, but I, I I always try to talk to people from anywhere. And I'm always. It seems like I'm always talking to people who question what I personally choose to believe, uh, which is the religion of Jesus Christ. And At the end of the day, I always like to tell people, you know, no matter what you believe, all right, no matter what I believe, no matter what anyone in the world believes, and and no matter what anyone practices, I know for a fact without a reason of, without any doubt, I mean absolutely zero doubt that the religion, the true religion of Christ for which it stands the gospel that he that he preached, that he traveled to touch and show people, and, and the gospel that he initiated, if you will, okay, there's some debate over that. But the gospel that I feel like he 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 whitewashed Christianity, all right, he cleansed Christianity, and he made people understand that this this can be first person without going through uh, a priest, without going through a king, without going through a certain clergy. So, it, it, to me, uh. The gospel of Jesus Christ works for anybody, Rashad. For sure. I, I think it fits, if you apply it for which it stands, it, it fits anybody. So I'm always going to be a little bit biased when people try to touch that or when people try to change that. But with all that said, when you believe in uh, such a strong figure as Jesus, when you believe in such a, such a huge monumental person, or or monumental figure or, or deity when you believe in something like that you don't want you don't want it watered down because it, it, it gets it offensive. Um so when people are coming at you about things like hey have you heard Creslow Dollar wants a a, a a a brand a brand new private jet uh how much is that jet worth? How much does the jet cost? fifty five million 60, when people approach him and say that, have you heard about this preacher, minister, pastor in Atlanta that wants to, uh, uh, wants people to donate money or pay their tithes in order to help him achieve this goal of $65 million to buy a plane with. If you don't get the full story, you're probably offended because I was offended before getting the full story. I was totally offended. So, and, and I'm, I'm getting to my point here in a second. I'm going to bring Rashad on. We're going to talk about this together. Let me let me move my mic so he can get on my mic too. But, okay, so I was offended. So I said, you know what? Let me go and do my own due diligence like I do about everything. So I got to research it and find out what, what is everybody talking about. First of all, I didn't believe the story. Now, I, I thought it was one of those satire sites, and I just, you know, whatever they. I don't believe that, man. That man don't want a $65 million plane. He's got a plane already. He's got a private jet already. You know, that's what I'm thinking. And and I also went back to, uh, I think it was 2007 when he was on with Larry King. And and I remember watching that and, and listening to everything that, that uh, Pastor Kreflow Dollar had to offer. I believe at that time they were getting uh, I think they were getting audited or or, or or something like that, if you will. But Anyway, I went back to that story, and I listened to everything that he offered, and then I brought it back to 2015, and then I looked up the stories that said everything that everybody was telling me, that Pastor Creflo Dollar has an initiative to buy a $65 million private jet. It's called a G six five zero, if I'm not mistaken. Now I, listen, when you have a ministry, first of all, let, let me ask you this. How how did you feel about uh how did you feel about it when you heard the story? Let me just ask that.
2: I felt like it was one of those um you know, those false sites um like you said satire sites, right? Satire sites, yeah. yeah but I was also just shocked that that would be something that uh, would be asked from a congregation. <laughs> knowing, knowing his
1: financial situation
2: and uh, just knowing $65 million is a lot of money. It's
0: a lot of cake, man. That's, you you know, th- listen, when I hear $65 million, listen, I got a plan right it's not in here. I've got a plan that I hope and, and this is far off topic, but it, it's kind of on the same topic, Rashad. I have a plan that I feel like was given to me by the grace of of, of, of high authority. It's a way to be able to help uh, less fortunate. It's a way to be able to help homeless, poor people, everyday working people, uh, and, and anybody that wants to participate. It's a full circle, a revolving circle, kind of like what the world does when the world spins, where... The top of the food chain gets back to the bottom of the food chain and one must help the other in order to keep it going. The cycle has to keep going with everyone helping each other and everybody doing their part, right? And, and and this is basically a thing for poor people to be able to get on their feet, but you gotta start from scratch. But anyway, I'm not I'm not here to talk about my plan, but my point is I understand when you need uh revenue and when you need some help to the tune of even millions of dollars to get something accomplished. Like I I get that and let's just keep it funky. Crepelo Dollar is on that multi-million dollar scale. So, in order for his work, he's got a world ministry, so in order for his ministry to continue doing what they do, he's going to need millions of dollars at a time to continue to do what he does. Is, is that not are you you feeling what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. As far as uh, yeah, I, I feel I mean, I understand it. I understand his position. I understand, you know, because of the amount of money that he has and the things he's trying to do, it w- will cost now more money. But it's just sixty-five million dollars. is A lot of money, man.
0: <laughs> is that is sixty-five million too much to ask for uh, for a plane? For a private jet, is that too much to ask for? Because let's like, you, you know there. It, okay, if, if it was, if I was past it, and here, here's what I said: if I was past it, on my level, you know, I got a big family, so I'd be like, I'd be like, listen, folks, I need everybody to give five dollars. <laughs> I need everybody to get ten dollars, so we can get this for a WinStar, and we can get this minivan, or, or or this bus, and we, you know, we can get it moving. And we can at least get to South Carolina and preach this message. But I I mean it sounds crazy, it sounds funny, but these are the realistic, you know, the realistic issues that a lot of churches, we're gonna just say around the way are facing. Not everyone has a world ministry, not everyone has a multi million dollar business, so a lot of people don't understand, and this is no shade to you because I know you personally, sure. But not everyone understands those dollars and, and what it takes to keep doing what you're doing. But personally, okay, if, if I'm a pastor and I need certain things to increase to be able to spread God's message and to do my job, and I'm asking for a minivan, um, can't he ask for, and I ain't trying to knock nobody, but isn't it possible, isn't there other planes out there than the luxury G650? Because listen, this G650 let me just explain something to everybody about this plane. Yeah, I was and, gonna... and and I've got it somewhere here. You, you get you got the information on the yeah. plane?
2: Well, not the plane, but I just, you know, as far as the information I have, uh, among the billionaires who own a Gulfstream 650 are Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. His wife, Lauren Powell Jobs. Right. Wynn Resort CEO, Steve Wynn. Right. And Nike co-founder, Phil Knight. Right. And at, as of right now, there's a long list waiting for the aircraft. And it's not due until 2017.
0: Now, when you say long list, I, I think it's important for us to let the listeners know what long list means. This 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 is listen, they are pre ordering this jet. Sixty five million. Absolutely. Pre ordering this jet and that has not even been made yet. Okay, and the world's billionaires are on this list. In order to get this plane, they have to sign up for this list saying that I have the funds. They got to get their bankers in. In other words, they got to have their bankers contact Gulfstream and, and deposit $1 million, and the first individuals to deposit that $1 million is the order that they go on this waiting list on. So it's almost like that reminds me of that's balling out, Right? Absolutely. That's, that's balling. Let's call it what it is. If y'all don't know what balling is, look up Lil Jon. Uh, not Lil John, Jermaine Dupree. He killed me if you hear me say that. Jermaine Dupree, Jay-Z, they balling. You know, they, it's like going to a strip club, throwing money in the air. Lord, don't kill me, y'all. I, y'all know what I mean. I ain't trying to say the man going to a strip club, but
2: money and a thing.
0: it's money and a thing. <laughs> right? If you got a million dollars to put on the line to get something that has not even been made yet, in order for you, and and this is the point that I want to get to, you're going to put a million because, see, these parts people aren't talking about because folks don't read, they don't research, they don't go in depth. You know, we hear stories, kind of like what I did, and we react to them, and and once once we react to them, we forget about them. And then they're gone, and then we don't say anything about them again until they come back up, until they arise again, and they're in the main forefront of the media. So my whole point is, if you would read and understand what it takes to get this plane, it would kind of, like, shine a different light on it. Because when I heard the story, I was like, okay, this is wrong off the top. So then I go to research, and here's what I found out. I want want to play you guys – man, this is a long clip. I don't want to play all of it. It's a four-minute long clip uh, directly from CDM that talks about why they need the plane and everything they need to do uh, with this plan. So I'm just going to play it, man. Here it is. Check it out. Creflo Dollar, CDM Ministries, talking about why they need this.
5: For over 20 years, you've been a part of getting Creflo Dollar Ministries to distant lands to share the truth of the gospel. Year after year, you've helped awaken people to God's love, making a way for them to hear, understand, and apply God's grace to their lives day by day.
3: Through the Word of God, I, I, I was just set free today.
5: Every gift you've given, every sacrifice you've made, is eternally connected to change in the lives of people, millions of people in fact, who have attended churches, conferences, and crusades where Creflo Dollar Ministries has visited throughout the years.
1: We're about to land in Nairobi, Kenya, we'll begin the uh, meeting crusade tonight.
5: As you can see, we're still reaching, flying thousands of miles each year to change thousands of lives.
1: I am so determined to preach this gospel around this world because people are, are condemned. People are uh, filled with guilt and shame. They've not come to the place of understanding what Jesus has done. Recently I was on my way to Australia at the invitation of Planet Shakers to minister and we were on our way over the Pacific Ocean and about an hour into the trip, the right engine went out. In
5: 1999, Creflo Dollar Ministries purchased a 1984 aircraft for the specific purpose of reaching the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. But on a recent trip, the 30-year-old aircraft experienced a mechanical failure. If
1: you lost an engine, uh, especially going
5: to Hawaii, you're stretching, being able to get back to land. And so we was about an hour and a half out uh, when the engine flamed out. By the grace of God and the experience of a qualified flight crew, the CDM ministry team arrived safely in Australia. However, Challenges with the aging aircraft continue.
1: As airplanes get older, they get less reliable. The plane's 30 years old. And this is nothing that you, it's not like a car where you can pull over on the side when something goes wrong. And uh, I knew it was time to begin to believe God uh, for a a new airplane.
5: And in late 2014, Kathy Dollar and the Dollar's three daughters were aboard the aircraft set to depart London and return to the United States, a mechanical issue caused the plane to skid off the runway and leak fuel. They were forced to evacuate.
4: Accidents like that end up in an explosion. But there was a a grace working on that airplane and
2: brought my girls back home to me. You understand what I'm saying?
5: Today, the plane is permanently out of service, but the work of the ministry must go on.
1: We have offices on multiple continents and our ministry stretches across television, personal appearances, and meeting the needs of people all over the world. So a plane is a vital part of the mission of our ministry.
5: So where and how is this ministry resource used? In the 20 years I've been here we've flown over 4 million miles. That's 4 million miles and well over 40 countries reaching the lost and influencing the influential, including heads of state.
3: His teaching and his preaching will strengthen our faith, so his visit has been most important.
5: And that's not all. Visits to nations like Liberia, India, and Brazil resulted in the development of children's homes, affordable housing, and other life-changing outreaches. We've been to uh, Brazil and uh, Venezuela, North America, Mexico, Canada, and the United States, Europe, Ireland, Germany, France, Italy, Nigeria, South Africa, Uganda, India. He he shared about emotions and how we should take uh, charge of, of our emotions and different things.
2: But this time it was so amazing that he shared on grace.
5: Australia, Papua New
1: Guinea, New Zealand, we've covered pretty much the entire world. Our current ministry plane is no longer usable. We need your help. And I ask all of our partners globally to get on board with Project G650.
5: We are believing for 200,000 people to give contributions of 300 U.S. dollars or more to make this a reality.
1: If all of our existing partners were to sew $300 each from all over the world, we'd be able to acquire this jet in a very, very short period of time. But any contribution or gift amount, is graciously appreciated as we continue to spread the gospel of grace
5: for more information on how you can participate in sending creflo dollar ministries with the gospel of grace to the four corners of the earth visit creflodollarministries.org today and follow the link for project g650 or to make a donation of any amount using your mobile device text g650 to 41444 today
0: come on back on the air laughing man but me and and my brother Rob we sitting here uh, just talking about the music and um you know (laughs) that. listen that was a nice um that was a nice production would you would you agree I agree I think that was a nice production man I'm I'm not here to, to uh I'm definitely not here to uh, uh, um, um, ridicule anyone. I'm not here to destroy anyone, nor am I trying to destroy anyone's credibility. But let me just call it like it is. That G650 is the top of the line of them all. There's a reason the world's billionaires are on a waiting list to buy this plane. It's ball of status. There's a reason Oprah's on this list, and Steve Jobs' wife and and him have this, and there's a reason that Walmart has this plane and, and, and various other corporations and companies. This is a this is not a plane uh, that ministries would buy. And I'm not trying to limit anybody, I'm not trying to say what people can and can't have. But let me just explain to you all a little bit of the backstory about who Creflo Dollar is. Listen to what he told
4: us. I'm already wealthy, I'm loaded. I got more than enough, I'm a blessed man didn't come here to get something from you
0: i didn't ride here on delta i rode here on my own airplane you understand what i'm
4: (laughs) it's reported you have a mansion in atlanta a multi-million dollar apartment in new york a private jet why would a minister a, a guy speaking the word anyone speaking the word of the lord need that
1: well first of all the uh The private jet is owned by the church. I don't own it personally.
0: Oh, there it is right there. So listen, man, let me just go ahead all the way in because I'm trying not to be disrespectful. I'm trying my best not to step on the toes of his members. I love y'all, man, and I understand why you're there. The man definitely has a powerful word. It's no question that he's anointed, but the question is what his merit is behind his anointing. You know, my question is, what is he really doing? And that's why I named the topic of this show Preaching Rich, because it seems like to me a lot of these pastors and a lot of these ministers and these prophets, why the hell is everybody an apostle today? I'm trying to, I'm still trying to figure that one out. You know, where did all these apostles come from, I, I, from, what, from where I understood, and I might be wrong, all right, so please don't hold this against me, from what I understood, because I, I, I looked this up years ago. When I did not have the insight that I have now. But an an apostle is a person that has had a first person experience with God or a first person relationship with God. Of some sort. As, of some sort, as as if uh a first visual face to face meeting with God. Is that wrong? Right. I mean that's that's how I read what apostle is to be. And I I know I need to go back and read it again with a different kind of insight and knowledge, you know, based on what I have now. I probably read that when I was back in school or maybe just out of school in my early 20s at the most. But uh, all these apostles are popping up here and there, and all these uh, televangelists are popping up here and there, and, you know, these 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 cats are sharp, and their word is great. Their word is awesome. I, I've listened to Craig Dollar; The man can preach his butt off. I've, I've listened to a lot of the wealth uh, uh, ministry that he's preached and a, a lot of the wealth word that he's preached, and I, and I like a lot of what he has to say, man. I mean, I really like a lot of what he has to say, but I dislike more of what he has to say. Because when I hear things like this right here, that this clip that I'm getting ready to play, and this will be my last clip for the night, Rod, and then we're gonna really get down and start talking about this. But when I hear things like this, this confirms it for me because I'm reading the same Bible that he's reading from. And any fool that will let anyone manipulate that Bible that you have access to, and that first person and that first line that you have relationship with God that availability that you have with Christ, I mean, you can get what they got. Don't let anybody fool you. Man, let me play this clip so y'all can understand what I'm talking about. Let's get this clown.
4: Now, you know, we're under the blood of Jesus, so we can't shoot and stone people like we used to. All we have to do is repent, and God will forgive us and, and take us where we need to be. But I tell you, man, if it wasn't for the blood, there'd be a whole lot of us being stoned and being in hell right now, but over the time. But for the blood of Jesus, we'd be doomed. I mean, I thought about it. when we first built the dome, I wanted to put some of those little moving bars and uh, give everybody a little card. And they stick it in a little computer slot. And if they were tithing, beautiful music would go off. And, you know, welcome, welcome, welcome to the world dome. <laughs> but if they were non tithers, the bar would lock up. Access the night. <laughs> The red and blue lights would start going, the siren would go off, and a voice would go throughout the entire dome. Crook, 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 crook. Security would go and apprehend them, and once we got them all together, we'd line them up in the front and pass out Uzis by the ushers. We'd point our, our Uzis right at all those non-timing members because we want God to come to church. God come to church.
0: Yeah, this is Creflo motherfucking darling. Part of my language. It is what it is. See, you can't take the man out of these folks, man, no matter what their anointing is or their word from God. You can't You can't take that out. This is crap dollar. He wants to line his, in his mind, if he had his way, he would like to be able to line these members up. First of all, let me go back to the first part of what he said. To the people who are tithing, it's all good. Good, beautiful music, stream music. Welcome, welcome. Have a good time. Come on in. But to the people who aren't tithing, he'd like for bars to drop down. He'd like for them to be embarrassed and call crook, crook, crook on some big megaphone so everybody can hear them, no matter what their situations are, you know, no matter what their personal situations may be. But this is the mind of Dollar. I'm just breaking it down for you, right? So this is what he would want if he had his way, if we were living in a different era, or if these things were acceptable, he'd be good with his members, his flock. The people that he's supposed to preside over, those that he's supposed to teach, the ones he's supposed to show the way, preach the gospel to, empower, uplift. He would like for his members and that flock to come to church. And if they haven't been tithing properly or tithing at all, he would like bars to drop down over his church, over his dome, over the world dome, the church that that he that he uh, uh, maintains. He let bars to drop down and and, and and something real loud to say crook, 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 crook and you don't get access. And then on top of it all, on top of it all, knowing how black people feel about slavery in the first part, in the first place, especially people that, that were anywhere under the civil rights era, they could never let uh, uh, the slavery movement go. They could never let the segregation movement go. They could never let the civil rights era die. So they're always going to talk about this, and it's and it's a huge impact on the way that they think. It's it's made a, uh, a it's a burden to a lot of people. So he want to take those same black folks and some white folks, I'm sure. He wants to line them up in the front of the church. This is the mind of Kirklo Dollar, not me. Yeah, I got y'all got an issue with it. Hit me up, krpradio at gmail.com. I'll play it again for you. I'll see you the clip yourself. I'll show you where you can find it. These are his words. He would like for security. If this were acceptable and this were a different era, he would like for security to come grab his members, his flock, okay? The people that believe that Christ has told them you're in the right place, you're in good hands now, this is your pastor, show him love and and endearing respect and and, and exalt his name, okay, and take care of him. No matter what you got to do at home, you take care of him first and you will be blessed. These are people that believe that. Those principles, and that's why I'm bringing it up So he would like for his security Of the world dome to come grab Those people, if he had his way And line them up in the front Of the church Okay, in the front of this Holy building, this building That we're supposed to, to, to have some Respect for, right? The utmost respect for, right? Yeah. Okay, so he'd like for us to line Those people up In front of the paying Congregation that's the word that he used, congregation. And he'd like to hand out Uzis, automatic weapons, 9 millimeter slugs. We're talking about guns, if you don't know what that is. He'd like to hand out Uzis to the ushers and kill these people. This is the mind of Creflo Dalla. This ain't pudgy. I'm just telling y'all like it is. This is what he said. This is the same guy that's asking 200,000 people to donate $300 so he can buy himself a private jet. Mm-hmm. The private jet of private jets. Forget G550. Forget G3, <laughs> G2. They talking about the G550. Y'all I ain't even know they, I mean, the G650. I ain't even know they had them bigger than the G5. Yeah. This is this guy who wants to lie, if he had his way, He would line up his congregation in front of the church and kill them because they don't pay tithes. This is a madman. If he was anyone else under any other kind of uh, employment, if he had any other kind of job, if this was a white sheriff saying that everybody who don't abide by the law, no matter if it's traffic ticket or what may have you, if this was a white sheriff making claims and accusations like that and saying, hey, if this were medieval times, we have our way, we line up everybody who, and persecute everybody who breaks the law, and we throw them right there in front of It will be a public outrage, man. People will be talking about it near and far. Obama would open his mouth about it, and everybody else. Jesse Jackson and everybody would march about it, and every black leader in the world would have something to say about it. But when it's a black pastor from the black clergy talking about killing black people based off the money that they don't give them because maybe, A, they don't have it, or maybe, B, they don't want to give it to them. But whatever the reasons are, no one's saying anything about that. Yet the story is about this G650. I have a bigger problem with them talking about shooting people down in front of the church. Yeah.
2: Pretty much.
0: That's, a, that's crazy. That's a mad, that's a mad scientist right there. You gotta anybody just talking about if I had my way, I line up people. I don't give a damn, man. It could be the KKK, the grand dragon wizard, convention up the street. I still wouldn't want to line them up in front of anything and anywhere, and definitely not in front of anybody, and kill them. Now, I'm just talking about me and my heart. But I ain't crap low dollar. I'm just pudgy, you know, the loud mouth, the dude, the black conservative dude who always talking about politics, who always cursing, but calling himself a Christian. I am what I am. That's me. I accept my flaws and everything that I do wrong. But I know what my heart is. There's nothing in my heart that says I would line up people in front of any individuals and kill them and definitely not based off any monetary value. Those are the thoughts and the mind of a sick individual. You got to be crazy. You got to be more than a little bit crazy. I'm a little bit crazy. I'm a little bit kooky. You know what I'm saying? I might think some weird stuff sometimes. I like some, some nerd shit. Like, I, I like some weird stuff. I like the moon and the stars and the galaxies. I like the research stuff like that here and here. I like Star Wars and, you know, the, the zombie movies and all that. I appreciate that stuff. I look at that stuff. I like it. But you'll never hear me talking about lining individuals up because then I have a couple of dollars to give me and shoot them in front of the church. You might hear me talking about a way for them to get some paper. Yo, I wish I had X, Y, and Z so people could get paper like this. Or so I could show people how to get more paper like this. This black ass should be telling people more about how to be empowered and how to empower themselves and how to achieve certain levels and plateaus in their own business since he's such a businessman. You know, since he's not reaping the benefits of a large congregation and on God's message.
4: 8,500.
0: go ahead man I'm sorry I'm sorry I totally dominated that what what do you think about all this
2: my issue is the uh, definition of a tithe and I just looked it up y'all can google it yourself Mm -hmm. it's a one tenth part of something paid as a contribution to religious organization or compulsory tax to government Mm -hmm. one part one tenth part of something not monetary every time
0: that's important you say that Preach
2: one tenth part of something. So I'll give you one tenth part of my time.
0: Mm, which is your most valuable asset, right?
2: Absolutely. I give you one tenth part of whatever I have to offer in the ministry. If I have a business, I'll give you one tenth part of that of if I own music or if I own musical instruments. Whatever I have to offer, I give you one tenth of that. If I don't have it, you give what you have. So, is there amount that would be substantial enough for them not to take him out and uh, <laughs> have a firing squad uh, with the Uzi shoot him?
0: <laughs> nah, my thing. Straight cash. Straight cash. These these are words of a pimp, man.
2: Can I can I give you what I have? Nah,
0: straight cash.
2: Or can I not have? That's the question. Can I come in and not have? Because nah. I'm coming to church.
0: No, oh, he just said it. He just said, if he had his way, he said, I know we're living in a different time, but if I had, basically, if I had my way, not basically, he said, he he, people who didn't tie, he line them up in the front of the church, and give the the ushers Uzis, and they kill them, and they shoot them. But you know, we're covered in the blood. Yeah. Sick individual. Of course, he wants a six fifty. Of course, he wants a G six fifty. You know, next he'll be asking for daughters and firstborns and, and, and all that. And then they're going to say it's totally okay because, let, let's just face it, listen, this is not the first time. This is not the first time. Look at your boy Eddie Long over there fucking them boys, excuse me, having sex with them boys. I mean, look at him sending sending text messages to boys in a congregation, a couple of boys in the congregation, not a couple, a few. A few guys have came out talking about this. Eddie Long, another clergyman, another black preacher, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Sending yo. anytime time, let me tell y'all something, man. Let let me, let me let me just let me just tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all, dumbass, is something. I'm gonna tell you. Let me let me be more specific. Let me tell your dumbass church people something. Y'all gotta stop losing your mind for people who say they're for Christ. Christ came to redeem you for having to go to a pope or a bishop or a preacher or any kind of clergy member. These people who are clergy members, pastors, head of the flock, here to take care of God's sheep or to help, they ought to help sustain you so that you can make it into the kingdom of heaven.
2: they have to get in too,
0: but they gotta make it too. This ain't no automatic bed man this ain't an NCAA. So for all you dumbasses out there who don't think that you cannot achieve whatever any pastor or any preacher got out here, you are fool. You need to go back and read your own words. You need to go back and listen to the word that Jesus said, not the words that your pastor said. You need to go back and listen to the word that Jesus said and, and, and pray for strength and knowledge and, 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 and enlightenment. So you won't play boo-boo the fool because what, what I was saying is it happened before, Jim Jones killed all them people and had all those people kill themselves by drinking Wyler's Kool-Aid. Drink this here. We're going to drink this poison and we're going to die and we're going to go to heaven. You know, he's not the only one. What's your boy out there in, in Omaha? No, not the Waco one. Uh, the, the Nebraska guy, or maybe, I can't remember exactly where it was. Uh, the mother shit was coming. You know, put on black windbreaker, windbreaker pants and 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 black Nikes, and we're gonna take this poison and lay in the bed, and we're going up on the mother shit. It's a bunch of these fools out here, and you are fools for listening to these fools and crapload dollar sure. hey, same thing, the cruppload dollar ain't no different than the rest of these fools out here preaching for profit. I'm not saying the man don't have a word because see, I understand this can be tenfolds you can be you can have several different levels to yourself, right. So I do believe the man has an anointing. You can hear that in the words that he speaks. You can hear that in the prosperity in his message. I do believe he has a relationship with God. You can hear that in his sermons. You can hear all of that. But the man, Kruplo, I don't know if his real last name is Dollar, but the man, Kruplo, Dollar, got some shit with him. He got some issues. That same guy that said he liked to line up people in front of his church. See, this, you got to understand when people say things, these are things that are well thought out in their minds. This is not something he read somewhere. This is a this is an intellectual thought by that individual to put that out on a platform. He was being interviewed when he said, oh, I'm sitting in front of the church preaching a sermon and he's telling these people and they're okay in it. See, they're cosigning it by laughing. They're cosigning it by amen, pastor. That's right. See, and that gives them more juice. You gotta understand these these mad scientists, these madmen, they only need one person to confirm. Once they get one person in their in their little sick minds and 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 on their team to confirm that garbage that they're putting out, oh, they're gonna keep going. It don't matter who's against them. When they got one person that's with them, one person that co signs that garbage, they keep thinking and they keep getting in more in-depth and in depth, and they keep going and going and going, and now you have This madman who told you if you don't pay your tithes, he'd like to kill you.
2: That's a thoughtful word. Only fools speak without thinking. It's amazing. So he thought about it before he said it. He he knew what he was saying. He knew
0: what he was saying. It was almost a threat in front of his congregation. What he was trying to say is, I'm sick of y'all not paying your tithes. And if it was up to me, I'd kick you out. Out of my sight, out of my mind, out of life, whatever you want to call it, he'd kick you out. Because you're not, he's trying to tell you you're not beneficial to him. You dumbasses, you idiots. He's telling you you're not beneficial. He's saying if he if he ain't getting none of your guap, you ain't beneficial, man. You can't do nothing for him. You can't help him. That's why they put up the website, which they've taken down since. That's why they had the website up, not only asking his church members, but asking anybody out there who would agree on his message and will help him get this plane based off that nice, pretty production that they put up that we played earlier.
2: And what he said earlier was for the church, right?
0: Yeah, he said the plane belongs to the church. Whenever getting audited, it don't belong to me. The plane belongs to the ministry. Just like a business. Like, what I do, with when I claim my mileage on my truck, that that belongs to Real Hot Records, Whatever, you know, my different businesses. Those miles go to wherever I'm going for this vehicle.
2: So church members should be able to ride, all right?
0: Church members should be able to use that plane when they want to. But you know the excuse then is going to be there. I got a homeboy with a plane. You know what this excuse is when you want to use it? He'll let you use it. But you know what this excuse yeah, is? You got to fill it up. Yeah, you got to fill it up, baby. You got to fill it up. It up <laughs> and you got to pay for the maintenance because we change the oil every time it comes back, fuzzy. That's what he said. Oh man, yeah, use the plane when you want, man. Just let me know, call my assistant. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I know some ballers. I wish I had some bling music. I know some ballers, some real businessmen. But anyway, that's what they say. You know, you can use the plane when you want, man. Anytime you want to go to DC, you got to do whatever. But You just got to pay. If you pay for the fuel, it's all good. Damn, I'll get a plane ticket for that. (laughs) On a real headline, I don't need you. I mean, you know, that's what I like to say. With all due respect, and he'll probably hear this and he'll understand, I've told him before. I ain't putting gas in your plane, man. He tripping. I ain't got it like that. But anyway, we're talking about Creflo Dollar. He ain't letting none of the members ride that plane. His his daughters and his wife might get on that joint. And I hope somebody send this tape to Creflo Dollar because I got one thing to say for you. You're a fucking hypocrite, yo. That's what you are. You're a fucking hypocrite, and you got some shit with you too, and you need to stop because you're going to die a painful damn de- public death in front of everybody, and I don't mean death in the terms of dying in this life, like living, leaving this world. I'm talking about everything crumbling in front of you and everything crumbling in front of everybody because you keep manipulating people in the name of God, and it's coming out, man. Everybody is seeing it. People are seeing it, and that's a dangerous game to play. But see, when you're somebody of that caliber, Rashad, and you know the word like he knows the word, let's keep it funky now. He knows the game. He knows the consequences. He he knows the consequences of this. So the tricky part is, and, and this is what I got to say to you all or ask you all before we get ready to close out of here. And I'm going to ask you this too, Rob. It's almost like the Mayweather fight. And I asked him, so you know, Mayweather's going to make $140 million off this fight, off top, pay per viewing for the fight. Same thing with Chris Dollar. He's made multi-millions off this hustle or off this thing that God's blessed him with. What do you want to call him? Off preaching, off ministry. So he's how much rich? How many million? 27. 27 million. Multi-millionaire. So the question is, are you willing to continue doing what you're doing knowing that your downfall is coming? Or do you think he'll... Stop doing what he's doing. Stop the preaching hustle hustling. You know, stop the negative uh uh the death talking church or, or the manipulating, I'll say. The question is when when will he quit? And if he'll quit. What what do you think? Will he quit? Because they took the website down. Okay, he's been out of the limelight a, a little, for the for the most part, still doing his thing, still going around doing his ministry. But when will this come to an end? Or, or better yet, scratch all that. Will his, will his ministry, will his his congregation smarten up? Do you think people will leave his congregation behind this uh, media spectacle?
2: First thing, I don't think, um, I don't think he'll quit because I don't think he can. <laughs> I don't think he's too far gone as of right now. I don't think. Um, He himself believes that, you know, it was wrong to even do that. Mm -hmm. Certain things you have to think about before you do it. And if you have a committee or circle around you that gives you the okay, then, again, you're going to go with what your circle tells you. But, again, he probably expected the backlash. He probably expected what was going to (laughs) happen. He probably expected, but he just still was going to see what he could accomplish or what he could get from initially doing it.
0: That's a good point. So you think he knew?
2: Of it's course. Somebody, somebody in his circle. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he's not that dumb not to have somebody in his circle to think, what if this? What do people think about this? Mm-hmm. So he had to know that that would be something that would be an issue, that that would come about. It would be in the blog. And nowadays with social media, <laughs> you can't just put anything out there. Everything is... Expected to be okay. Expected to be. Everything is out there nowadays, and it's people always going to ridicule anything you do right. Over in these days, but I know that he he won't stop. Why would I stop getting trying to? If I'm already a twenty, I'm twenty seven, worth twenty seven million. Why would I stop?
0: You ate already, man. It's like hustling. You ate. They let you eat. So I I, I get it. I agree. I, I don't think he'll stop either. You know, I, I think he'll keep going too, but he's, he's already eating, man. When you're eating good, good, you ever want to start eating good? From full, once I get full, it's over.
2: But what about the next day?
0: Now I'm going to eat again until I get full again.
2: You're going to keep eating, right? As long as people keep bringing it to you to eat good, you're going to keep eating good, right?
0: Yeah, but you got to eat to live. You got to eat to live. The, the problem is when you're already eating good. But it has to maintain so you're saying he's greedy. I'm saying he's maintained.
2: It. He's had to maintain the lifestyle that he has.
0: So he's gotta keep going. He gotta keep going. Got him has to maintain the lifestyle that he has.
2: He's accustomed to that right now.
0: So let, all right, well, let me ask you this then. What what is first of all, two part question? Uh number one is do you feel like it's wrong for a ministry of his size to to acquire a plane of that magnitude?
2: I do. I think that he should have, I mean, I think that he should have actually considered if it was that he really needed a plane right now, if his engine died and, you know, whatever had happened. Mm-hmm. He needs a plane right now. Mm-hmm. So what is he doing in the meantime to 2017 when that plane is available? What is he doing until then?
0: Exactly. That, those are my thoughts exactly. Now. What is he
2: doing until then? So until then, mm-hmm. he'll be, I guess, flying first class or how he flies. He'll be making a wait until then.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Or if a what is it, six 630 or whatever, the, the, the whatever, below a 650 is available. 550. 550. So you're gonna get what's available because your, your your main goal is to preach the word and to get to wherever you need to be to be able to preach the word. So now I'm gonna go without, or I'm not gonna be able to move like I was moving before because I'm not able to preach the word, right? Or my plane has engine died.
0: Okay, all right. So so I'm 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 playing advocate right now. All right. So uh, if you you're a Christian, right? You're following Jesus Christ. I won't follow no definition. I say you're following Jesus Christ. He's your Messiah as your Lord and Savior. We're on the same page. So, as a believer of the Most High, do you feel like God's people should have the best of the best?
2: I'm one of God's people. Right? But I can't all always obtain the best of the best. So what I have to do is I have to get what I can't get, which mm-hmm. is available to me. So I have to get. I, I want a Lexus. I want a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I want a BMW 750. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I'm not at the point where I can get that. But from get to get to point A to point B, mm-hmm. I have to drive my Chevy Impala. Right. So. And if my Chevy Impala breaks down, I have to get what's available. I can't go mm. without until 2007. I can't wait until 2017 to get that 750 because I still have to do what I need to do. And if I'm making a way until then, that's a want, mm. not a need. So the 650 is not a, a need, it's a want.
0: Absolutely. I understand.
2: It's a want. So I want a 750.
0: Wow, six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. Talking about Creflo Dollar preaching rich, and 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 everything around the topic, man. Check us out on YouTube, YouTube.com KRP Radio Show. Y'all know what it is, man. You know the call letters WM3G. It's my company, baby. I, I had to say that because you know it's. I don't have haters, but there's. I ain't even gonna get into that. Anyway, hey, Pooh. Shout out to Pooh. Shout out to my boogie. Shout out to everybody out there listening to the show. All right, Rashad, look. All right, so so what you're saying is you have to get what's attainable.
2: What's attainable?
0: And so you think what Creflo Dollar and 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 CDM is doing, do you feel like it's a little excessive? Is that fair to say?
2: Yeah, he's trying to keep up with a lifestyle. And uh, like we said earlier, Steve Jobs, his wife. Yeah. Walmart. Walmart guy. GE, I
0: think it was. Uh
2: CEO of what Nike?
0: Nike, yeah. Wynn Resorts. Yep, Steve Wynn.
2: So those are the guys he's trying to keep up you know, he's trying to keep up with. Man. These and I know for sure that these I know that Steve Jobs is a billionaire.
0: Oh yeah. Motai.
2: I know Motai. The CEO of uh, Nike is a billionaire. Motai again. Steve Wynn is a billionaire. Multi
0: we'll again. Resorts, casinos, win, casinos. So you're trying to it. keep
2: up with billionaires when I mean, you're just a, a millionaire. So again, where, what does that say? What does it say about you?
0: To me it says he's greedy, man. I mean, I I again, dude, I can't stress this enough. I don't want people to listen to the show and go, you know, they hating and you know, everybody's trying to criticize the past, and everybody's trying to criticize the church, and people always have a problem with da 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 da. da. I, I'm not, I'm not there. Like I, I get it. First of all, I, I've managed millions for years, so I understand what it takes to make. Right when you're on a certain level, it takes that same kind of money to generate the same kind of money. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, but this is free money. He doesn't pay taxes on this money. And this is a church, and I understand it's a world ministry, so I know there, I'm sure, I want to say I know, I'm sure there's a need for uh, a plane, if you will. Some sort of, yeah, transportation uh, in, in, you know, some sort of aerial transportation. I, I understand that. So if it's a helicopter, I wouldn't get it. Atlanta's a big city. Sometimes you got to get places fast. Me, I leave early. But <laughs> when you start balling, you know, you feel like you need a helicopter and you got a crib like he got. What's that? I don't know how many million dollar crib. I'm sure he got a helicopter pad out there. I, I'm not hating, man. I just understand if you need things like that. So if you need a plane to achieve whatever you're trying to achieve in the name of the Lord, I understand that. But frankly, just sitting here talking about it and reading about it, And hearing a lot of his message, because I have listened to uh, uh, Mr. or Pastor or Minister Creflo Dollar on several occasions, and again, I like a lot of what he has to say. He's a very intelligent guy, but I just think he's like everybody else. He's got some shit with him, (laughs) and he's got some issues, and I think those issues, like anyone else, they blend into what he has going on in his ministry. And those issues are dictating what he's doing in his ministry as well. And I think they've dictated, along with his greed and his need to ball out money ain't a thing type of individual, I think they have dictated that he needs or or some stupid agenda, like getting a 550 when you could probably get by with a G2 or 3 or even a used plane. To do what you need to do in your ministry. I don't know if it's economical. I don't know much about buying planes. I don't know anything about buying planes, frankly, other than a little Cessna or something like that. But, you know, you start talking about Lear Jets, that's a different kind of story. So maybe he shouldn't buy a used plane. Listen, I don't know. All all I can say is that this G650 for this past is too much. And if you're in a congregation and you're not asking about these things, you're not inquiring on these things and you don't have any questions about these things, you are probably brainwashed, and if these things don't make you raise an eyebrow about what's really going on, you got a problem yourself. I really do. Six one nine six three eight eight five five is the number. 859 is the number. Sorry, let me get that again. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. I need to give the weather, but I don't feel like giving the weather report, but I guess I got to. Um, let me get some music going on here to give you guys the weather here in Greensboro, North Carolina for tomorrow. We are looking at a high of 76 degrees. Too late for the music. I'm just going to keep going. A low of 48, sunny all day. Tuesday, a little bit cloudy, 76 high, 38 degree low. On Wednesday, we're looking at 58 degrees. It should be clear all day long with the low of 42. On Thursday, we got some rain moving in. Boo for me, I got to travel a little bit. 50 degrees during the day. I'm sorry that I just changed. to 47 degrees during the day, 41 degrees at night. Sunset at 8.15. I'm going to love that. On Friday, we're looking at 58 degrees, 38 degree low. And on Saturday, 58 degrees again, 40 degree low in beautiful, sunny in C. Greensboro, North Carolina, that weather report was brought to you by M3G. And I Love Being a Black Father, check out I Love Being a Black Father on Twitter, Facebook, and all over. Make sure you buy a T-shirt on um, the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash I Love Being a Black Father. There's nothing more beautiful to being a proud black father. Would you agree?
2: Absolutely. Three three six promotions.
0: Three three six promotions. Check it out. And um, you know, man, we're trying to do big things. Rashad is the VP of Love and Father Society. Me being the president of the Love and Father Society. We work very closely together. And what we do, we take very, very serious. And uh in doing these things, we're outspoken about a lot of issues and we are privy to be in a lot of conversations that goes on in the community. And uh, the reason I did this show is because, believe it or not, these type of conversations happen every single day, uh, whether they be at the water cooler at work, whether they be at a barbershop, uh, whether they be at church, <laughs> you know, uh, or or just in someone's living room. These types of conversations are real in, in every community, but I can speak on firsthand and in, in, in firsthand basis and tell you that they are very prevalent in the black community because there are a lot of individuals uh, that are in church and, and that are involved with church. And, you know, you know how it is in the church community, man. Everybody has something to say about what pastor's doing. And, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't uh, giving their money to the church. A lot of people aren't helping the church. A lot of people aren't helping their pastor to the tune of what what's going on in Atlanta uh, with Minister Creflo Dollar. But there are a lot of people giving what they can, as as Rashad said earlier, they're giving their time, you know, they're giving their love, and they're giving their dollars. And people aren't seeing the return on their love and their time and their dollars in the community as they once did, you know, uh, some years ago. So, you know, if, if, if I have any – and I always try to challenge people during the show, but if I have any challenge for you tonight, you know, you folks that are listening to the show – if you are a member of any congregation, right, a faithful member of any congregation, and you are not getting, uh, what am I looking for, Rashad? When you're not getting what you need in terms of being fed, if you're not simply getting fed, the the, the spiritual knowledge and leadership that you need—that's first and foremost. But but let's talk about in the physical. If you're giving your time and everything and all your energy to this this ministry and to this congregation and in return when you're down on your luck, and I'm not talking about somebody who's down on their luck every week because you're spending your money ferociously and you don't know how to take care of your, the, the things that you need to, but if you're down on your luck and you're not able to go to your church and say, Pastor, I'm in need in the physical for A, B, and C. If you're not able to go to your church and get some sort of physical, natural, I'm talking about on earth as a man and a woman and a child, if you're not able to get something done in this body that you have, whether it be uh, monetar- monetarily or, or, or some direction on where to go get some assistance and help, I challenge you to find somewhere else to go to church. I challenge you to find somewhere else to call your home. And this is no disrespect to any pastor. I'm not. I'm not directing this towards anybody. I'm just saying in general, the church is not only where you go for your spiritual leadership, but it's also where you go to get guidance in the real world. Not only in the spiritual world, but also in the real world. And there should be some sort of other benefit for you rather than just paying your tithes, getting spared fear of spiritual sermon for an hour, and getting the power there. That's just my belief. So. You know, Rashad, you, you got anything to add to that?
2: No, I just think that uh, people need to have an understanding of what tithing is. People need to have an understanding on their own. Understand, you know, that offerings should be given within pure motives of an attitude of worship to God and service to the body of Christ. So, I mean, whatever you're giving, you're giving what you can give. So understand what you're doing, not to meet a quota, not to uh, make sure that your mm-hmm. pastor gets his G650, but you give what you can give, have an understanding of that, and know that you know it's not always about giving to satisfy what the preacher wants. Mm-hmm. Again, you have to go somewhere where you're being fed. I mean, if you're not being fed, then you have to go somewhere where you can get an understanding, and you're being in a in the midst of a a church family that is willing to help you understand and and assist you with whatever your needs are, whatever you're not, whatever you don't whatever it is you don't have a understanding of. So, I just you know I want people to to take that and and. Reach within themselves and figure out, you know, what it is they need to do. Again, like I said, uh, each man should give what he decided in his heart to give, not because they told you three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars and two hundred thousand people is $60 dollars. $60
5: mm.
2: That means Creflo has to give only Ooh. five million dollars towards the six. What is it? Sixty-five million. Sixty-five, 65 million. million. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. You do the math. I just did it for you. <laughs> Actually, I just did it for you. So he's only giving 5000000 million. Y'all giving $60 million if, every, if 200,000 people give $300. So you're getting $60 million. So y'all do the math.
0: Well, man, I, I have such a hard... This, this topic, man, it bothers me, man, because I know there are going to be people out there who still aren't going to get it. And, and they're still either I'm, – I'm neither for or against this, but I'm just saying I think we should be sensible about, sensible about the things that we do and sensible about the things that we support. And, uh, you know, a, a blind approval is, you know, or not saying anything at all is just as good as a, an okay. A blind approval is the same as saying it's okay. So when you don't talk about things like this and uh, – you know, they're, they're, in, they're involving you or they're involving in the, they're in the public eye and you consider yourself a, a leader in any kind, in any case on any level, you know, when you don't talk about these things, people get to wondering, do you support it or, or don't you support it? Well, um, you know, I'm, I'm battling. So anyway,
4: I love pastor right now.
0: man, I, 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 listen, I'm, I'm willing to do this show again. Remember next Sunday we got, uh, Last Sunday's with Rocco P. He would be on the WM3G network right here, home of the KRP Radio Show, and he'll be doing the show. I'm not sure the topic, uh, but he will be right here, and uh, I'm sure he's not opposed to doing a show with me. And uh, you know what? Maybe we'll invite some pastors on because I I'd like to hear more of what people have to say about this too. You know, I I don't want to only go off. You know, it, it, it it's it's biased when we only go off what we believe and what we think. But I promise you, I went into this with an open mind. I read with an open mind, and then I discovered some things that just trouble me. And, and I'll never get over uh, the shooting of members who aren't paying tithes in front of the congregation. That To me, that's just the mind of a madman.
2: It's this pastor. Not every pastor, just this pastor.
0: Yeah, just this 650 guy.
2: <laughs> the G- 27 million.
0: The G650 baller. Anyway, I got one word to say to y'all. Let me give y'all this random Facebook post that I put on earlier. To all the people out there who are having so much trouble with these haters, you don't have any haters probably. Some people just don't like your ignorant ass. You got to do something to have haters. And if you ain't doing nothing, I mean nothing, if you are doing nothing, you ain't got no haters, man. You Maybe you got some admirers, but you definitely don't got no haters. Anyway, remember God is love. Love is God. We are out of here. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on iTunes. We are all over the place. Uh, If you want to listen to the repeat, check us out on kirpradioshow.com. You can also check us out on IG. I mean, we're all over, man. Facebook.com backslash kirpradioshow. Remember, God is love. Love is God. Always at least share a conversation with someone before you can ever try to tell somebody what they need to do, how they need to live, and what they need to believe in. Don't don't ever go into a debate with someone or trying to get across your message if you're not even willing to say hello. All right? Black conservative, that's me. See y'all next week, man. One love, we are out of here.